please be seated. And Sister Glenna and friends will share our reflection with us this evening. Good evening, good people. Holy Thursday, as we all know, is the entry point to the sacred celebration of the Triduum. These three holy days that prepare us for the joyous celebration of Easter. These days are packed full of ritual and symbolism, metaphor and mystery, and even drama. Holy Thursday alone is enriched with such special rituals and full of so many wonderful images and symbols, we could spend a month of Sundays just reflecting and contemplating this one holy celebration. Tonight, however, we have chosen to focus on two powerful aspects of Holy Thursday, community and Eucharist. Holy Thursday is traditionally known as the Feast of Community. We celebrate the sacred moment when Jesus gathered his followers for the Passover meal. The Synoptic Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, all call this meal the Last Supper. For we commemorate the significance of this final gathering of Jesus' community, the Apostles, those who have companioned with him in his life and in his ministry. And so we gather this night in this space with those who share our lives, our companions on our journey of faith. Holy Thursday also marks the moment when Jesus offered us one of the greatest gifts we could receive, that of himself in the form of bread and wine. In that last supper, Christ bestowed the sacrament of the Eucharist. Eucharist is at the heart of Christian worship, celebrated by Christians around the world as a memorial of that sacred night. Jesus' words, do this in remembrance of me, is an invitation to gather, to celebrate, to share with one another in his memory. And so as a special way to celebrate this invitation, to share with one another community and Eucharist, we are going to hear a shared homily. We've invited three people to share their thoughts and a short reflection about community and Eucharist, about this holy night and these sacred mysteries. We'll hear from Paige, from Sharon, and from Mel, Melanie Tesca. We will take a few moments of quiet contemplation in between each speaker for you to do your own reflection on community and Eucharist. Five years ago, I was in conversation with uh, Sister Pat, or I, Sister Pat. I was trying to find a word to describe 
what I was feeling when I came across these grounds, this beautiful mother house, chapel, and when I was amongst all of you. And I was going in circles, just didn't understand, couldn't get the right word, and she sat there ever so patiently with me. And finally, when her patient obviously waned, she goes, Paige, it's community. I had moved around all the time growing up and had learned to be in groups, on ball teams, in classrooms, but I had never learned what community was. And because of that, I didn't have the word in my vocabulary. So here I am five years later, having fully experienced community during this time, and I can tell each and every one of you how thankful I am that you are part of my community and you have allowed me to be part of yours. So that aha moment um, really transformed my vision. So when I'm here um, or when I'm uh, with you away from this place, I hold on to that. Um, how, you know, how we're connected, how we're gathered. We're gathered and connected because of that community. Um, so tonight we gather in community again, correct? And we'll share the, we'll share the Holy Communion. Um, most of you have a common, probably shared experience with First Communion classes, and it goes by a whirlwind, and there you are. You get the First Holy Communion, right? And you think you know what it is. But then time goes on and you start realizing that's Jesus. And in the moment of Eucharist, it is an opportunity for me to draw closer. There's an intimacy there with the Eucharist. Um, and there's no other place to find that, at least for me. That, that is absolutely the key for me. Um, thinking back to the instructions at the at the um, Last Supper. It wasn't a, hey, when you're doing this, you might want to think of me. Hey, when you have lasagna, that's my favorite recipe, think of me. It's not. It's, it's very much, this is me, take it. That's instructional. So I try to remember that when I receive communion. He is giving it to me, and I am receiving from him. And I'm not just receiving in that moment um, the body and blood. I'm receiving hope, forgiveness, um, promises, grace, all of those things. And if I hold on in just that moment while I'm receiving, then it sits. It's not a quick, oh, here I go, I've received, four-point cross, and off I go. It's holding on to that moment because that is the most intimate moment for me with Jesus. So not only in that moment does he give me the nourishment and the closeness that I need. He gives his body, blood, and soul for all of us. And it is an immeasurable gift that he shares with all of us, this whole community. Good evening. My name is Sharon Nemet, and I'm a grateful covenant companion. Holy Thursday has always fascinated me because it's the perfect marriage of two very vibrant faith traditions. It's the last time Jesus, a Jew, celebrated the Passover meal or Seder with his closest followers. And for Christians, it is a beautiful beginning when Jesus established the sacrament of Holy Communion 
or Eucharist prior to his arrest and crucifixion. I enjoy talking over faith issues with my Jewish friends because everything is a symbol to them. A few years ago, my family and I had the profound honor of attending a Seder with dear friends. The word Seder is a translation of a Hebrew word meaning order. It is called this because the meal is done in a certain order, which takes us from slavery to freedom. From the lighting of the candles to the prayers, songs, and sumptuous meal, the order is sanctified and has been carried through centuries of religious practice. The foods on the Seder plate are pieces of the Exodus story. I don't have time to share all the beautiful symbolism, but let me give you an example. A vegetable, often celery, represents hope and renewal. The veggie is dipped in salt water to represent the tears of the Jews when they were slaves. It is part of their journey, just as Holy Thursday is part of ours as followers of Jesus. Tonight, we commemorate Jesus' institution of the Eucharist. He gathered his community, his dear ones, to humbly wash their feet, and he gave them a gift beyond measure in the form of the Eucharist. By tradition, we call it the Last Supper, but if you really think about it, it is the first supper for us. Jesus calls us to remember him and live fully in his spirit during our earthly journey and beyond. Both the Seder and the Last Supper signify coming together in loving community to remember our journey and support each other in our spiritual travels. We are here together tonight to do just that. I didn't make any notes. <laughs> I'd rather sing. Uh, I feel um, I'm standing here today because of what community and Eucharist has been in my life. I've had the privilege over the last 30 years of being in the ministry of liturgy and music. And so I've had the privilege of being parts of many different communities and experiencing many types of Eucharists, weddings and funerals and mission trips and pilgrimages and um, just rural experiences and city experiences and high school experiences. But I've come to understand that the reason that Melanie is standing here in front of you is because the community in which I was raised. And I can't separate the word community and Eucharist because I believe that Eucharist is becoming Jesus broken and poured for the people around me that I am broken and poured for you, and you are broken and poured for me. And the people in my life 
and in my humble beginnings in West Dallas, Wisconsin, at Holy Assumption Catholic Church, did that for me and my family. Our life revolved around our parish community. We did everything. We went to fish fries, and we had festivals, and um, we went to Mass together on Sundays, and I joined the girls' choir, and all those things. And when tragedy struck my family, uh, my mother had breast cancer, um, it was our community who lifted us up. It was our community who was broken and poured for my mother and for my sisters and my dad and, and my family. And it was then that I learned what does it mean to say amen when the Eucharistic minister says the body of Christ, the blood of Christ. It means, yes, I will break myself and be poured out for you. And then I will come back and ask you to give me strength to do it again next week. Thank you to the community of Holy Assumption. Thank you for being there for me and my family. And for being the, um, the representation of Jesus in my life. I have never forgotten and I will always, always be that person who shares that with others. Thanks. I'd like to close our time of this shared homily with a poem by Wendell Berry. The dark around us come. Let us meet here together, members of one another, here in our holy room. Here on our little floor, here in the daylit sky, rejoicing mind and eye, rejoicing the known and the knower. Light and life, foot, hand, and wing, such order as we should know. One household, high and low, and soon all earth shall sing. And may the Lord give you peace.